welcome you sandy stretch of moonlit coastline to a cop-on special. Here with me, my name's Owen, to preview our latest, biggest game of the season is Lee Chapman, who's a real-life Jamie Vardy professional look-alike, a massive Foxes fan who was invited on board the team bus as they celebrated winning the Premier League a couple of years ago. And he's also the curator of 100% LCFC, which is a Leicester City fanzine, podcast, TV, stuff like that for the Leicester City fans. Uh, more importantly than that, in my opinion, is he's a really nice chap, and I was really, really happy that he agreed to talk to me. Here we are. All right, well, let's, but let's start talking about this game, okay? I want to talk about Leicester. Because um, I'm terrified about this game. I've, I've, you know, in fits and starts this season, Liverpool have been doing, on the whole, like utterly brilliantly, our best start ever to any league campaign in 126 years. It doesn't stop me being terrified, though. Call it, call it 29 years of of uh, disappointment, or if you like. But I was looking at your results. You beat Chelsea. You beat City. Uh, before the turn of the new year. And both of those were obviously incredible results. And then in the last five matches, it's all been going to pot, hasn't it? What's been going on? Right, so I'll break it down for you. What's the problem is at Leicester City at the minute? First of all, for the last three, four years, we've been working on a system of a counter-attacking football. Um, and that was that really revolves around Jamie Vardy. Now, Pules came in, he's tried changing it up a bit um, and slowed us down and became more of a possession-based uh, team. Uh, and he, he sort of like tinkered quite a lot with lots of rotations going on and stuff. And I think he's, what he's trying to do is make everybody in the team play the same game. Unfortunately, it's not working. Um, we, we still rely on the, the counter-attack to beat teams because we haven't got the squad depth and I don't think we've got quite the quality to, to penetrate you know, teams that hold deep, like your lower end of the table. Uh, and if you see the results, you'll see that's exactly, probably bang on, to be fair. Uh, we lost to Cardiff, like you said. Uh, Newport County in the FA Cup, for Christ's sakes. Um, these teams all held back, you know, like part of the bus and we can't break teams down like that. But when we play the big dogs, like the top six, they're attacking sides. So we can break out on a counter-attack that we're used to playing, and that's what we do. So that's why we're, we seem to pull in results out against the big sides, but but losing to the small sides. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, these results, I mean, you lost you lost 1-0 at home to Cardiff. You you uh, beat Everton away, but that's not hard, is it? Um, then, yes, you lost to Newport away. You lost at home to Southampton. And then the last match was an incredible match. I saw it. You were so unlucky. I felt so sorry for Leicester because you lost 4-3 to Wolves. Um, if, if the listeners... Uh, to cop on, don't know uh, what happened in that match. Well, put it put it this way, I thought Wes Morgan had just become the hero because uh, everyone's been saying he's getting too old and too slow, and then he comes out and gets the equaliser three three in like the ninetieth minute and becomes another a uh, court hero again, so to speak. And uh, only within three minutes. <laughs> His slowness shows because he can't cap, catch up with his man, and that uh, is it. Jota gets his hat trick in the ninety third and puts puts the, the game to bed. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was. Oh, it was so. It was so. Um, I don't know. I, I felt happy for Wolves, but so disappointed for Leicester. I didn't think you deserved to, 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 to lose that match. You put on such a good show. It was end to end stuff, um, and uh, it was such an open game of football. It was a great game, but, uh, but, but yeah. It's. I mean, it's is pressure mounting on Claude Puel now because he's trying to change things too much. Yeah, I mean, the fans, I think what it is with Pure, I think he's got no personality whatsoever. He doesn't show any personality. He shows, shows no character at all. And I think that reflects onto the fans. I think that that sort of rubs off onto the fans for having no personality, no character. It, he's boring, let alone his style. So I, it brings a negativity. I mean, it, you only have to ask any. I, I've been on the Ugly Side Southampton podcast uh, station. They, they said the same thing about Pule, you know. Um, you'll only know how bad being in charge of a, a manager like Pule when he's actually managed your club. Eighth, tenth, it looks good because it does. I'd look, I, to be fair, Leicester City, we we're in that, we're not one of the big six, are we? So, but I do think we are top of the rest in terms of probably size, ambition, and overall, obviously, winning the Premier League puts us up there as well. I think eighth to about eleventh is a is perfect standings for our for our club, but for some reason it's not it's not acceptable. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of Pule or, or what. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why the fans want him out so much. Because I'm quite happy as long as we're in the top ten. I'm quite happy. Wait, well, I mean, that's a, I mean, if that's a very reasonable answer for me. I mean, you're currently ninth on 31 points. You've got Wolves one point ahead of you and Watford two points ahead of you. And uh, I mean, ninth in the Premier League is good. But I mean, is there a, is there a large percentage of the Leicester, Leicester fans who are who are saying Puel out? Yeah, um, we did a poll on uh, Puel out on 100% LCFC. You can follow us at 100 LCFC on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, and it got to something stupid like 88% Puel out. It's crazy. The thing is, it went dropped down a little bit after we beat Man City and Chelsea. Obviously, it would. But when you lose to Cardiff afterwards, it's like those two results didn't matter. It's it's so weird. It really is. They just want him out. They they just want him out. And I think he's going to go. I think during the summer, I think he's gone. I don't think... Um, our, unfortunately, obviously, since I last spoke to you, Owen... Um, obviously, we lost uh, Mr. Vishai, our owner, in the tragedy in October. Yes, absolutely horrible. And on behalf of Copon and all Liverpool fans, everywhere, I want to express our deepest sympathies for that because that was absolutely horrific tragedy. It was horrid. I mean, it affected the city as well, you know, because he's done so much for the city as well. Put so much into the hospitals, the children's ward and just all sorts of stuff, you know. And uh, yeah, it's a bad one. But going on that, um, I think that's probably the reason why Pules kept his job as well. I think is because... I think there'll be too much going on to be right now in January to get rid of the manager after such a tragedy. I think you just need to carry on, finish the season and start fresh. Um, I would agree with that as well. I mean, I think I think uh, Claude Puel has, has dealt with the the whole uh, situation with with a lot of dignity as well as the you know the fans, Leicester City fans, the city as a whole, the club. Everybody's just reacted with such dignity to that tragedy, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just find it surprising because I mean Claude Puel. Obviously, I, I live in France and I speak to uh, professionals who work in football in in France quite a lot. You know, be them journalists or or, or whatever, but. Um, 
he's highly respected as 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 a man who's very simple um you know he 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 doesn't get involved in any sort of skullduggery he's he's very straight down the line he loves his football he loves his tactics loves organizing a team and uh, you know from the outside Leicester being ninth is like okay i mean you could you could do better but it's a, but it's a very you know it's a solid you know position yeah i would say so exactly um, you know, we've got you guys and then we've got Man United as well. Uh, and then we've got Palace as well. After, after uh, We've got Tottenham after that, sorry, and then Palace. So we've got Liverpool, Man United and Spurs. Right. So, I mean, that's nine points, right? I mean, you know, with, 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 with Puel's record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I can see that happening. It's the Leicester way, you know. We'll win all those three and then we lo- we'll lose to Palace and Brighton and Watford. Mm. And follow them. They're all the next teams afterwards. You know, they're the teams we can't beat. We can beat the big boys. We can't beat the the, the same sort of caliber size or a little bit lower than us. We can't beat. It's weird. That's just the Leicester. It's just the Leicester way. <laughs> that is the Leicester way. Um, a player I'd like to talk to you about is 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 Pereira. Now, because when we played you on, on on the first of September, I have to say I didn't really know who he was. Forgive me, sorry. But uh, you know, obviously I'd seen him once or twice, but didn't really pay much attention he was playing right back that day when Liverpool won 2-1 um, on, on the 1st of September but since then I mean he's he's changed position hasn't he I mean he's sort of playing more attacking or he's got three positions he can play actually um, he's he main positions a right back but he can play as a right winger uh, more like a, a role of a wing back type player mm. Uh, and he can actually play left back. He, he played left back for Porto a few times as well. Um, but yeah, he's he's oh God. When when we signed him, um, I made a few friends uh, over at, at Porto because when we were in the Champions League and stuff, it was it was obviously it was just awesome time for Leicester because we've never been in the Champions League before. So I made quite a few friends through different clubs. So I've got quite a few contacts from different places like Bruges and Porto and blah blah blah. Um, and the guy messaged me saying, "Fantastic player you've just signed from us. Um, one of our best." You know, and I was like, who is he? Yeah, I didn't even know who he was, you know. Uh, oh, boy, do we all know who he is now. He's fantastic. He's, a, he's, he's right back, but he, he goes forward so well. He's, he's dangerous going forward. He's got a cracking shot on him as well. Um, be scared. Be scared. Yeah, because he was playing so in the Wolves game. I mean, he looked to be playing as sort of one of your attacking three, sort of uh, three or four. He's just always up. He cuts in. Um, be scared at corners. Because he sits on just on the edge, he sits, and in, if he sees anything coming, he'll he'll pounce on it. I, I don't think it'll be at Leicester long, to be honest. I don't. There's a few players that I've, I keep saying that I don't think are going to be at Leicester for very long. Um, James Madison, I don't think he'll be for long because he's just a talent. He's obviously English talent, which is going to be always wanted. Um, and uh, Maguire, I don't think he'll be at Leicester for too long. Uh, it's a shame, but and Ben Chilwell. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you've got so much talent in your team, haven't you? Do you have any injuries for the for the next match? A bit worried about Harry Maguire, actually, because if you watched the Wolves game, um, Harry Maguire looked a little a little slow and a little choppy at times, and he couldn't get up to... to, to I think it was the first goal, actually, that we conceded. Uh, I don't. I, he just couldn't get up and, and header it away like he normally does. His strength just seemed to have gone, and I think he's definitely carrying something. He's, he don't seem like he's been right since the World Cup to me, anyway, but he's still a solid, solid defender. Um, but going on to you guys... Um, yes. Obviously, how are you feeling at the minute? Are you, are you getting a little bit excited or 
are you still a little bit worried you might slip up like last time? Sorry to. Oh, that's okay. No, it's okay. I mean, it's for Liverpool fans. It's it's hard to it's hard to know from the outside. I mean, I've been following Liverpool since about 1988, uh, 87, 88 season was when I first started following them, and so I've I've sort of lived through all of the years of us not winning the league and it's hard from the outside you know now it's it's 29 years it's hard from the outside to 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 understand just how excited um we are about this season and how and how much every single game every minute every moment of every game means to us that we're so desperate to win the league after such a long time that yes every every game we play is the biggest game in our history you know i mean you can you can somehow being a Leicester fan i mean you know you can you know to a degree you can totally understand because you know you were you were there in the run into your fantastic uh, Premier League triumph for a couple of years back which is still a dream to us by the way <laughs> I don't think we yeah. quite I don't think we quite believe it happened <laughs> well that's it and I think and I think that's uh, but that's something with Liverpool I mean call us deluded but we have sort of at least you could say spent enough money to be competitive over the last 29 years but we have never won it uh, so um, you know it's uh, it's it's an incredible time and uh, you know we're just and I think our first team is capable of, of beating anyone and I think our first team probably is the best in the league but um, you know, we, we we don't have as big a squad as Man City and uh, a lot depends on injuries. Yes, yes, definitely. Like, unfortunately for Spurs, they've just lost so many players recently that mm. I, I don't think they're going to be in any chance of chasing the top two. I think it's definitely now down to Man City and Liverpool. It's, it's going to be you or Man City. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I would agree. And I am really sad about that. I'm, I've never been a fan to celebrate other teams' injuries. I mean, Harry Kane, you can say what you like about Tottenham, or you know, maybe some people don't like him, but he's a fabulous player. And uh, Dali Ali as well, great talent. I mean, a little bit too narky or aggressive for me. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's uh, generation you know, today. <laughs> he won't, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, I, I just want everybody to stay fit and uh, Liverpool to win it but uh, yes Tottenham it does it does look like they're they're out of the out of the race for now no yeah okay moving on to to the last the last game that you had was against Palace right in the Premier League is there any injuries that we need to worry about uh, that you know that, that will help us out is there any red cards Milner James Milner will be suspended we're also missing Trent Alexander-Arnold and Joe Gomez uh, Trent I mean there's the, I mean it's highly unlikely he will he will be fit for Wednesday because he was he was seen just the other day in a, with a knee brace or whatever you call it on. So he's so like our top three right backs are all are all out. Um, and uh, obviously we we sold Nathaniel Klein to 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 Bournemouth or is he out on loan? No, he's out on loan at Bournemouth. So we don't really have. I mean. To to counter your the threat of your of your left winger it'd probably be Demari Gray, won't it? Demari Gray, yeah. Demari, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Pronunciation, Demari Gray, and uh, yeah, Demari Gray, and but uh, you know we at right back we we struggle. We might move Fabinho out there, um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was just that's where we that. attack as well. We attack down that left most, I think. Um, yes. With James James Madison links up with Chilwell and Gray down that left side usually. 
So that is our main area that we attack from. Exactly. And that's what that's one of the things I'm worried about. I mean, Fabinho, if he plays there, he's right back for, for the Brazil national team. So it's not as if we've <laughs> it's, it's that bad an option. But then we would miss a lot in midfield. There's talk of a young kid who you might not know called uh, Rafa Camacho, who's a 19-year-old who, who we signed from Barcelona's academy a couple of years back. And he's uh, predominantly a right winger, but has been converted to right back because that's a way into the first team. He's got great talent, but he doesn't have the defensive or positional uh, uh, experience, really, uh, to, to deal with your threat. So that's a big, big worry. So I imagine Klopp would probably put Fabinho there. And to answer your original question as well, it was uh, Andros Townsend who put Palace 1-0 uh, up and then... In the second half, we scored two quick goals with Salah and Firmino to go 2-1 up. Uh, and then all hell broke loose and it ended up being 4-3. But uh, yes, uh, yeah, with, with Milner getting his red card in the 89th minute. So yes, we'll be depleted in numbers. Uh, Lovren is back and you can make of that as whatever you want. Um, if that's a good or bad thing. But there, there is good and bad Lovren. The only place if... I'm worried about is, uh-huh. is, Ma- is Salah. And Firmino, they're the two players I'm worried about most. Not many. No, no, but those two that I mentioned first, definitely Salah. Um, I mean, what what what's he got? Twenty something? Is it nineteen goals he's on? Twenty goals? In in all competitions, I think it's it's uh, I think it's uh, I think it's twenty three goals and assists. So it's sixteen goals and seven assists. I think. Or that might just be in the Premier League. Actually, I think that's just in the Premier. League. Yeah, it's too many to count. It's like. It, it, Mohamed Salah is up there with the best players to have e- ever played for Liverpool. I agree. Really? Uh, it's four. You know, it's four years to the day. Actually, I think that he signed for Chelsea. Um, right. Okay. And it's, it's strange because obviously that didn't work out for him at Chelsea. Uh, I, I, I was looking at it thinking it's a bit similar situation to when Fen- Fernando Torres was at Liverpool. He was fantastic at Liverpool. Went to Chelsea. It was bog bog standard awful at times and it seems like the role was reversed in a way with Salah yeah I just think I mean well he was very young when he was at Chelsea but 21 and and he was yeah he he just hasn't he he hadn't developed and he didn't really have a chance to develop he was very much in and out of the team a substitute for Chelsea he never really had a good long run which he had at Roma uh, which allowed him to develop uh, and then at Liverpool under Klopp, he's just getting better and better, and he's his his ambitions are sky high. He wants to be the best player in the world. He wants to win everything. And uh, so why know, I mentioned Salah is actually is because of the goals goal difference. If you look at the goal difference table uh, between Liverpool and Leicester, uh, you're f- sitting first with sitting ninth in the Premier League at the minute. We've scored twenty nine and conceived twenty nine. We've got a zero goal difference, and if you go climbing up the up the ladder, you'll see that you've got you've scored fifty four goals and only conceded thirteen all season, with a forty one goal difference. Forty one compared to our zero. I'm very it's, worried. Yeah, no, you should be. I mean, it's not as if. I mean, did you see? I don't. A lot of your listeners probably won't won't know um, about. Uh, maybe not have seen uh, Liverpool against Napoli where uh, we played two games against Napoli and they have Koulibaly who's honestly a fantastic defender one of the best the very very best in the world he's absolutely monstrous back there and um, he got the better of Salah 
19 times out of 20 uh, over both games. And the one time Salah beats him, because he never gives up Salah, he scored a goal and he sat him down on his ass. And it was absolutely beautiful to see. And that's the thing with Salah, is that it doesn't matter how good the defenders are, there's just a certain moment where he just outfoxes people all the time, all the time. I mean, I'm interested in how you think you would line up. Uh, do you think it would be a sort of 4-2-3-1 or, or something different from Puel? Puel always seems to go out with a different thing every every game at the minute. Um, I think what I, I'd play against you guys, uh, I'd go for the counter-attack. And I'd play three central defenders. I'd play wing-backs, actually, and three CDMs in the middle. So I'd probably go with uh, Maguire, uh, if he's fit, mm-hmm. Morgan, or depends if Morgan or Johnny Evans, I'm not sure, and and possibly Soyuncu. I don't know if you know who he is. Oh, I don't know, no. Okay, he's, uh, he's a signing that we made um, at the start of the season. He looks a little bit like, uh, if you've ever watched Shrek, uh, I, no, I've only seen the posters. Sorry. <laughs> it looks like oh, Lord okay. Fardquad from Shrek. So if you're listening to the listening, Google Lord Fardquad from Shrek, and that's that's our Turkish international. <laughs> well, okay, so I'll check it out after. But yeah, fantastic. Benchil, well, Ricardo Pereira left and right uh, as wing backs, Madison and probably Ndidi in the middle with probably Jamie Vardy up top. I, I don't know. I'm 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 unsure. Okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, I can't predict it this time around. I'm usually quite good, but I don't know how he's going to go in. Because we lost 2-1 at home against you guys. And we played a, I think it was a 4-2-3-1. Um, it was, yeah. Back, yeah. back then. Uh, yeah. Let me just get the squad up. Yeah, it was. It was a 4-2-3-1. Um, Gazelle scored a goal in the 63rd. Uh, Mane got in the 10th. And Roberto Firmino got in the 45th. So we lost 2-1. You went 4-3-3. Stats were ridiculous as well. It was sixty-seven percent possession in the first half at mm-hmm. home. At home, Leicester at home with less possession in the first half. We seem to play better in the second half this season. We have the best record in the second half in the Premier League. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. For all the different teams. Wow. Okay. Because uh, yeah, I mean, I can't. I can't tell you for Liverpool. We've just been good. We've just been really good in sort of both, both of, in all of it. But uh, yeah, we seem to get you know. Goals at good moments, and that you know, Firmino goal in the first match was good right before half time. Um, what about your goalkeeper, Alisson? He's he's top of the um, the clean sheet table at the minute. He's top of the save percentage uh, table as well. He's top in tons of stats. He's 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 really convinced me. It's something that's new for me is that I think a goalkeeper is as important as a top striker. Um, because the difference he's made psychologically as well to our defenders, they trust him. Uh, they're not shaky like they were when we had Mignolet or Carrius in goal. You could tell he's got this confidence that he projects. I mean, he made that mistake, which was Gezel's goal against you uh, uh, when he tried a, a Croy flick. Uh, but since then, he's been uh, a lot calmer, a lot more a lot more sensible with his distribution. His distribution's great, his reactions are great, he dominates his box, he's, you know, he looks, um, you know, it's like trying to score a goal against, uh, you know, like a cross between a sumo wrestler and a giant bear. I mean, he's massive in the goal, huge presence. Oh, was he in the same squad with um, with Salah? 
Yes, at Roma, yeah. Yeah, he was getting into the team with, uh, he was fighting for his chase, for his place with Chesney, uh, that, the Polish goalkeeper who now plays for Juventus, uh, who's also brilliant, he used to play for Arsenal. But um, he's just, you know, he's worth every penny. I don't know, I think it costs us 60, 60, 65 million or something. And, uh, you know, you'd, you would double it. But uh, yeah, so, okay. So for you, you're, 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 you, you would go three at the back. I go through the back with wing backs with Pereira and Chilwell working as wing backs. It should be a great match anyway. Where where are you going to watch it? Uh, I'm I'm probably going to end up watching it at home. Um, I, I just can't get away. I can't, can, can't go away games. It's just impossible with with what I've got on at home and family and work and stuff. I just can't do it. So I don't go away anymore. But I, I'll be I'll be probably watching it live. Um, whilst I'm probably on 100 LCFC on Facebook. So I'll be doing like a live reaction video. Oh great. Okay. Well yeah. Owen, what's your predictions? Come on, let's, predictions. Let's, get, let's, let's get to it. What's the predictions? All right, then. Um, I'm going to say Liverpool at Anfield. Leicester are exactly the kind of team we don't like playing. So I think a narrow victory, 2-1 to Liverpool, and it will shave another five years off my life. Um, what about you? How are you feeling? I was actually going to say the same thing. I was going to say Liverpool 2-1, just, I think. It's going to be a close game, I think, this time round. Oh, it should be a corking match. What do they call it? A humdinger. Mmm, lovely. Thank you so much to Lee for joining us there from 100% LCFC, the podcast, and fanzine and Facebook page and things like that. Do check them out. Marvellous work. Um, And uh, thank you immeasurably. You know, really immeasurably, you can't weigh it, you can't put a tape measure up to it, you can't put it next to someone else and uh, compare it for size. No, this is immeasurable. Thanks to you, the listener, for continuing to support Carpon. Give us a share, tell your doctors about us, and uh, send us your hate mail to carponpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. We're almost at Wednesday night. I can't wait. The jitters have set in. A bit of terror's set in. We've got to remember, we're still good. Still top of the league. We've got Alisson. We've got Mo. We've got Virgil. Have we got this? Ooh. I do hope so. <laughs>